dear Father in heaven, we thank you that we can come to you anytime, anywhere, whoever we are. And you always listen to us. You want the best for us. You know where we stand in life. You know who we are. We do not know everything. But you want to help us to be ready for heaven. So this is really a motivation for us to find out who we are and who everybody else is. So we can help better, be a better light for you. And we really need your help doing that. We thank you for your help in your holy name. Amen. Okay. The title here is His and Her Diary for the same day. Is there another word for diary? Journal. journal. Understand? Journal. So this is a, a book somebody writes in every evening. A reflection of the day. Today I had uh, this and this and it was really good and not so good and whatever. Girl, understand? Everybody with it? Okay. Do we have new guests? You come in or you don't? Okay. Now, okay. So she's writing into the diary. And he is writing into the diary. And we will hear both diaries now for one for the same day, okay? Now she's writing. Tonight, I thought my husband was acting weird. We had made plans to meet at a nice restaurant for dinner. How nice. I was shopping with my friends all day long. So I thought he was upset at the fact that I was a bit late. But he made no comment on it. Conversation was not flowing. It was not going well. So I suggested that we could go somewhere quiet so we could talk. He agreed, but he didn't say much. I asked him what was wrong. He said nothing. I asked him if it was my fault that he was upset. He said, he wasn't upset, that it had nothing to do with me and not to worry about it. On the way home, I told him that I loved him. He smiled slightly 
and kept driving. I can't explain his behavior. I don't know why he didn't say, I love you too. When we got home, I felt as if I had lost him completely. As if he wanted nothing to do with me anymore. He just sat there quietly and watched TV. He continued to seem distant and absent. Finally, with silence around us, I decided to go to bed. About 15 minutes later, he came to bed. But I still felt that he was distracted and his thoughts were somewhere else. He fell asleep. I cried. I don't know what to do. I'm almost sure that his thoughts are with someone someone else. My life is a disaster. <laughs> Then she ends. His diary. Boat wouldn't start. Can't figure out why. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> How in the world is this possible? <laughs> Who of the men can sympathize with this? I mean, you know, can understand this man somehow? Somehow? Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, you see? <laughs> This is interesting. Somebody was talking to me yesterday after, the last, after la our last meeting. Isn't there a difference between the brains of woman and man? And uh, for all of you who, who know how to watch YouTube, there is a, a word you can put in. It's called... The empty box. The empty box the empty box okay now you won't regret it this is a lot of fun and it's showing in a amusement way amusing way the difference between the two brains the characteristics a what a caricature it's a little overdone but it's really making a point And the, the crazy thing about this is, you heard her, the crazy thing about this is, and this is new for me as well, 
this guy says and he has some scientific uh, background uh, resources he says we men we men we have an empty box woman women listen we men we have an empty box please consider this because we can go fishing we can do that we can think nothing we can we can and we sometimes do that we can drive the car and think nothing you know we can consider this okay hold on i don't get it you said we men or mm -hmm. women oh no <laughs> <laughs> that's an interesting point <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah i know we men so it, it happens that you see a man thinking nothing and please don't disturb him okay <laughs> okay then he he talks about the women uh, brain you know uh, may I may I okay I shouldn't I shouldn't okay get on <laughs> It's a different seminar. It's a different seminar, yeah, yeah that's right. Okay, now uh, we have a serious topic here. Where is it? Here it is. Now, for those of you, this is a cut, okay? For those of you who have the answers, now listen. We do one example very carefully now first one I say question number two if you have a yes in question number two you write to this question you write a P a P P okay letter P, letter P. okay like phlegmatic this is true already so if you put yes on question one, a uh, two, sorry, two, yes, two, yes, you put a P. If you put two, no, don't do anything, okay? Okay? Let's do another test. You have to really listen carefully because I cannot repeat it all the time, okay? 25, no. 25 no makes a P. Twenty-five yes. Forget it. Okay? Just when 25 no makes a P. Okay? Ready? 26 yes. 27 yes. It's a P. Im always P. Oh peace. Two yes was a P as well, yes. Twenty-nine yes. 
Dirty, yes. Thirty-four, yes. Forty-two, no. Are you with it? Forty-three, no. Forty-nine, yes. Fifty, yes. Fifty-one, yes. Fifty-five, yes. Fifty-six, no. Sixty-five, yes. Sixty-seven, yes. Sixty-nine, yes. Seventy-five, yes. Seventy-eight, yes. And now you count all the, you add all the piece, and you write somewhere, maybe at the end or at the beginning, maybe at the beginning, you write. Seven P's or nine P's or whatever, okay? <coughs> Ready for C for choleric? See, <laughs> now see, we start with question one, yes, three, yes, a C now, huh? okay, three, yes, six, yes, eight, no, ten, no. Eleven, yes. Eighteen, yes. Twenty-three, yes. Thirty-two, yes. Thirty-eight, no. Forty-five, yes. Forty-seven, yes. Watch out. Fifty-two, fifty-three, fifty-four, yes. Fifty-two, fifty-three, fifty-four, yes. Then sixty, yes. Sixty-eight, yes. Seventy-four, yes. Seventy-six, yes. And eighty, no.
Now you know what to do. Count all the C's. <laughs> okay. Now, going on S for sanguine. Let's see how much sanguine we are. Five, no. Seven, no. Nine, no. Twelve, no. Sixteen, yes. 19, no. 20, yes. 22, yes. 35 and 36, yes. 39, yes. 40, no. 41, yes. 48, yes. 57, yes. 59, yes. 61, 62, 63, yes. Seventy, seventy-one, seventy-two, yes. 79, no. 79, no. Now, that's it for Sanguine. Okay, now the M for melancholy. <coughs> Ready? Four, yes. Thirteen, yes. Fourteen, yes. Fifteen, yes. Seventeen, yes. Nineteen, yes. Twenty-one, yes. Twenty-four, yes. 25, yes. 28, yes. 31, yes. 33, yes. 34, no. 37, yes. 42, 43, 44, yes. 46, yes. 56, yes. 58, yes. 64, yes. 66, yes. 73, yes. 77, yes. Yes.
Okay. Where? Number six, fifty-six. Yeah. What is it? Sixty-six. What is sixty-six? Let me say. Sixty-six is yes. Is a melancholy for yes. M for yes. If it's no, did you put no? Well, then. Okay, now. You have all the letters summed up, I assume. Now we go through the phlegmatic. I say the number, I say like, who has no peace? Zero peace. Okay. If you happen to have one P, you make like this, and I give you the percentage. You write down the percentage below or next to the number you have now. And you know how many percentage you have of that temperament. Okay? Okay. Zero P. We talk about P now. Only P, okay? One. Two. Six percent. Three. Nine. Four. Fourteen. Five, eighteen, six, twenty-three, seven, twenty-eight, eight, Thirteen, sixty-one, fourteen, sixty-eight, fifteen, seventy-four, sixteen, seventeen, eighty-eight, eighteen, ninety-four, nineteen, ninety-eight percent. Strong man. Okay. Interesting. Now let's go to choleric. The number of C. Zero. One. Two. Three. Four. All cholerics here, huh? Five. Six. Eight percent. Seven. Eleven. Eight. Fourteen percent. Eight cholerics. Okay. Nine. Nineteen. Ten. Eleven. Twenty-nine. Twelve. Eleven twenty-nine. Twelve thirty-five. Thirteen. 
14? Are you Germans? <laughs> They're choleric. 14? 14, uh, 14, 48. 15, 56. 16, 65. 17, 74. 18, 83. 19, 91. 20, 97, my brother. <coughs> this is the maximum. <laughs> Isn't that interesting? Okay, let's go to the sanguine. Sanguine. Zero, one, three. Two, five percent, three, seven, four, nine, five, nine, nine, what? nine. Four, four times sanguine means nine percent. You have to wait for the nine. Five, twelve, nobody. Six, sixteen percent. Seven, nineteen. Eight, twenty-three. Nine, twenty-seven. Ten, eleven, thirty-seven. 12, 42, 13, 47, 14, 15, 16, 63, 17, 70, 18, 19, 20, 89, 21, 94, 22, 97, 23, 99. <laughs> How much did you have? 89. 89 and him? 99. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> wow! They're always ab above the clouds. <laughs> always above the clouds. Sometimes going down, but... Wow, nice. So, okay. Let's go to the sanguines. Melancholics. Uh, Only a sanguine can say that. <clears throat> okay. Zero. One. Two. Three. Four, five, four, so sorry, sorry, four, four is twelve, five, seventeen, six, twenty-two, seven, twenty-eight, eight, nine, nine, nine makes thirty-eight, ten, 
11, 49, 12, 54, exactly, 13, 59, 14, 64, 15, 16, 16 is 74, 17, okay, 17 is 78, 18, 82, 19, 86, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 24, 24, 99. <laughs> How nice. How nice. I never had 100%. I mean, 99%. I never, this is first time. Several had 99. Very interesting. Very interesting. Now. Interpretation. <laughs> can be different tomorrow, right? Okay, now, please, all the phlegmatics, those who have the most percentage in phlegmatics, please stand up. Okay, we have one, two, three, four, five, six phlegmatics among us. Thank you. Six. How? Please, cease may stand up. Clerics. This is standing up? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, twelve. Look, this number. Should I stand up here? Yeah, just where you have the most. You see. Uh, okay. What, what did you say? Twelve. Then, please, sanguines. Not many, eh? huh? One, two, three, four, five, six, six. Okay. Melancholies. <coughs> One, two, three, four, five, six. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Thank you. Just wanted to know how many did you test. So, now. What does this mean? The sanguines think, how nice, I'm a sanguine. The melancholy thinks, oh man, I'm a melancholy. <laughs> the phlegmatic think, I don't, I don't mind. It <laughs> doesn't matter. The choleric says, 
good, I'm choleric. I will change the world. Jesse said, Jesse said, since he is in a management job, he developed much more choleric. Because in the management, you need cholerics, choleric uh, qualities. You know. Depends on what kind of job you do. I told you ye yesterday about the, the different layers we have, right? You know, and if I am melancholy here, but working on management, I develop management skills on the outside. You know, so I, really, you can change. If you, if you if you have to, if you want, even you can change. It depends on your interest. Now we will go through these four temperaments. This is the goal for tonight. And when your temperament comes. Then you make sure is it correct? Is this correct? Is it me or is it not me? Did I? Is the test not good enough or what is it? You know? If somebody of you after today really is puzzled and doesn't you know this is not me or so, then he can talk to me personally and then we can figure out maybe. I'm closer to the truth. Now. Now we'll do this. As a repetition. Temperaments. We talk now about the qualities or the, the attitudes. The characteristics we have concerning our activity. Our reactivity. Our emotionality. And our... <coughs> Uh, social skills they all are included in the temperament okay let's see what we have when we talk about the sanguines you know sometimes you need you meet people and you will if you if you really want to learn this if you integrate this in you you will see people and you can say this is a sanguine you know this guy there is a sanguine and right away you can say that you know also the lady there she the lady she has some melancholy in it you can tell you know but saying melancholy probably like something like that so when you go into this you can uh, understand people much more and you know knowledge is always power and power you can use for the good and for the bad. So you know knowledge, having knowledge means responsibility, okay? Because you can destroy people knowing their temperament. You can destroy. But we have Jesus as an example and we want to do the best. Jesus knew how to handle Nicodemus. He knew he was melancholy. Yeah, yeah. And Jesus knew how to handle Sean. He knew he was a melancholy. I mean, you know, he knew. So you do not treat everybody the same way. If you know who, who I handle, who I, who my my guest is, whoever, then I know how to help the the, the person the best. This is what we want, right? 
Okay. Now this is text we cannot hardly read. I read here. Sanguins, okay? Now if you have, you watch your percentage of sanguine. If you have 50, around 50, 30, 50, 60% sanguine, but it's not your main, this is still it, you know. You have some of this here, somewhere. Maybe it's the strength, maybe it's the weakness, usually both a little, huh? The sanguine temperament is fundamentally impulsive and pleasure-seeking. Sanguine people are sociable and charismatic. They tend to enjoy social gatherings, making new friends easily, and tend to be boisterous. Loud. Loud. <laughs> Noisy. Noisy. Because, because why? <laughs> why are they loud? <laughs> they want to be heard. You know? Here I am. You know, Peter? You know? Here I am. They are usually quite creative. And often daydreaming. They like castles, ideas. They're very into idealistic things. Very good at starting projects. Very good in starting projects. Not finishing, but starting. <laughs> they have a good beginning. Yeah, yeah. Very good in beginning. You need a sanguine always for the beginning to start. Sanguine can also mean sensitive, compassionate, and romantic. Women, did you hear? Romantic. So sanguine personalities generally, generally struggle with, they are chronically late, are you? <laughs> Are you late? Never late. You matured. They like to be late. They tend to be forgetful. Oh man, forgetful. All the other temperaments, listen. If you hurt a sanguine, Tomorrow he doesn't remember that he was you. <laughs> he doesn't. <laughs> so you <c> don't <laughs> hurt them, okay? <laughs> so they don't know. They and they don't know what was said. No idea. They might remember what was said, but not who said it. <laughs> they might, but then must be very strong language. Usually I forget. And so, so the sanguines, they forgive. If you, if you cannot hold guilt on somebody, you can't hold a grudge. Hold the grudge, thank you. Hold the, you cannot hold the grudge, then you forgive everybody. 
person kind of to me, yeah, we got started for three years, he was really sorry that he had something. And you didn't remember? In class with me. And this, uh, on common screen, our report, and then I barely could remember it. Yeah, you are sanguine. So, often when they pursue a new hobby, they lose interest as soon as it ceases to be engaging or fun. As soon as the fun level goes down, they lose interest. As long as it is fun, they're with it. So if you have, if you plan something missionary thing, if you want to have the sangan, you know, it must be fun. Otherwise, <laughs> you will be there the first time, you know, second time. <laughs> it's already more difficult. Okay. Uh, they are very much people person. They like people. Sanguins. The the worst thing that can happen to sanguins is to be alone. This is something must go on. At least TV, you know, a book. Okay, that's already better. Very difficult. They are very talkative and not shy. So if you need somebody not shy, ask for a sanguine. That's why in church the sanguines stand at the door. <laughs> On the pulpit as well. Pastors. If you have a pastor, he develop if, he, if he's not a sanguine, he develops sanguine qualities. Because he, he cannot aff afford to be shy. You know, he has to Right. So so he develops if he doesn't have it inside he will develop the sanguine qualities. So the, this, their chops for this temperament. Then, sanguines generally have an almost shameless nature. No, that's not true. Uh, <laughs> almost. <laughs> not quite. I have to be careful here certain that what they are doing is right. They think they're right. I am. Right. <laughs> they have no lack of confidence. So, usually they feel very strong. Okay? Now, strength. Warm and live. Oh, by the way, you will get this as a summary. Here, there is more on it than here. I chose the most important thing here. Okay, so you will get this paper later, so you you can enjoy it now. Sanguines, okay, enjoy it now. Warm and lively charisma, talkative, never at a loss of words. So if uh, there is a critical situation. Somebody says something, it's a sanguine. Or a sanguine quality, you know. You, you can be a melancholy, but you, you are a mixture. You know you are a mixture now, right? Everybody is unique. You might have 
qualities of, or you have qualities of different temperaments. So sometimes in certain situations you are a sanguine, you act like a sanguine. Like when you have a, a booth, you are a sanguine. As soon as you are in the work, you are maybe have a melancholy work. You do, you are the melancholy. So you have different roles. You play different roles. No worries. Great storyteller. So when you hear a, a good story, it's from a sanguine. Issues. Okay. Makes friends easily. Optimistic. Okay. Easy to apologize. Makes good first impressions. Easily engages in new plans. Breeds enthusiasm. Now, weaknesses. Cries easily. You know, did you see me to, tomorrow, this morning? Singing a song? I could have cried. I cried before. Every time my son has a sermon, I can cry. <laughs> I cry easily, you know. It's very difficult. I can see a movie, for instance, a good, only good movie, really good movie, and I can cry. I can pray and cry. You know. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. This is this is us. You know. Nice to meet you. Just to the same percentage. Okay, okay, okay. So, anyway. Mm -hmm. Easily distracting. You know, there are some dangers, and I might have to talk about that rather than the, uh, the problem we have. The problem we sanguines have. And this is now serious. We have to learn to be more reliable and dependable. We have to develop a greater self-disciplined life. That's something sanguines don't like to hear, do they? To replace ego with genuine humility. People think he can speak good, she can speak good. Have even a good sermon, you know. But genuine humility might be somewhere else. You see professions here, public speaker, actor, actress, salesman, saleswoman, preacher, receptionist, visiting and caring for sick in the health section. Very, very, very nice. Loving parent. Uh, given to hospitality. Very nice Guests, uh, hosts, hosts, I should say. Okay. Now let's go to the choleric. You see the choleric in here? You know this lady? Yeah. Very strong, organized, military, political, dominate. Some aggression in it, leader kind. Extreme, strong, whatever. 
disorganized sometimes. A lot of strengths, of course, optimistic. Sets goals and reaches them. We need these people. Sets goals and reaches them. This is Jesus. Quick mind, good decisions. The problem this temperament has. He's very fast in decision. And he's right. (laughs) We sanguines don't like that. (laughs) Because we think we are right too. (laughs) So, sometimes the sanguine and the choleric, you know. (laughs) Can you imagine? But they tend to be over self-confident. And one main thing is they are bored to details. By details. details. Bored by details. Now, a a choleric quality is not that he or she can concentrate on small things. Like drawing a picture. Needy, needy, needy things. It's not possible. It's not possible. Therefore, we need some other qualities from other temperaments who can do that. But not the choleric. But the choleric, by the way, the choleric, this is something you may write down. This is not on the paper. He lives in the future. The choleric lives in the future. He thinks ahead. He's more thinking about tomorrow than today. What about the sanguine? Which time does the sanguine live? Presence. How do you know? He enjoys the moment. He enjoys the moment. Because the sanguine is chronically late. Which could mean he lives in the past. No, he's... he's (laughs) Which could mean he enjoys the presence so much here he doesn't want to be there. You know, so he, he enjoys the presence really. Okay. And the problem now I have to, to mention some problems. The anger problem is a really big problem for an unmature choleric temperament, and especially having children, ladies. You have to watch out. If you have it, if you choose to marry choleric, be sure he's mature to a certain degree. Because if you have children, cholerics can destroy the emotions of children. You know, father comes home from work late usually. Child wants to go to bed. The child, the boy, loves his daddy to come home. He comes to the door. Daddy, daddy. Daddy says, oh, nice, oh, nice uh, Peter. And he hugs him. Very nice. Then he goes to the kitchen, gets something to eat, while the mother tries to put Peter to bed. Now, Peter, after a while, there's a problem. And two minutes later, Peter cries. Which can happen, right? Normal. 
and cries and colleagues cannot stand tears they get you know you see they get angry and two minutes later this dear father can beat up his child can you imagine the child doesn't doesn't understand the world first time he doesn't understand how is this possible he just hugged me if you can think he just hugged me and now he's beating me the child does not he doesn't have the brain to understand it so the child is very very confused. confused very much confused and and he, over time the child will change his feelings and he can it can come so far that the child will destroy its own feelings it will put them aside and, and because it cannot stand the risk of being hurt this is a this is a big problem so the choleric this is a, the, the temper here has to become under control very important Now, greatest needs we have here to become sensitive to the needs of others because the choleric is strong in itself and it's not so easy to go down to the other people's level. Like Jesus did for us, go down to our level. Choleric has to go down to the level of the need of the people. Confess angry and cruel spirit. In order to change something, you have to confess. You have to see that you have a problem. If you don't see that you have a problem, you cannot be changed. God cannot change you. You can go to church. You can go to church. You can go. You listen to the nice, nice sermon. Nice. If you hide yourself from the truth of from you, you cannot. Be, God cannot help you. So we have to open. Who am I really? And then we can be changed. To develop inner strength and beauty by quiet hours, reading the Bible and praying. This is, will help the choleric. It will help everybody. But the choleric really needs it. Really needs it. This is, this is a recipe. Let's go to the melancholy. Listen, we wouldn't be here if there weren't any melancholies. Because we wouldn't have light. Who invented the light? The melancholy. Who invented the BMW? Yeah. Who invented the Volvo? <laughs> <laughs> Who invented the Volvo? You must know. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but who? Nobody. Mr. Uh, Volvo. Mr. Volvo. <laughs> okay. Tried. So everything artistic, like like the musicians. Nobody is a musician, a good musician, without being a melancholy. Nobody's a painter. Nobody's a poet. David, you can imagine who, who David, what was he? 
Melancholy. You know, doing detail work. We need the melancholy for detail work. Who does the taxis at home? That's that's a question. Who does the taxis? You do. Okay. How many melancholy? Eighty-six. Ah, oh, say eighty-six. Yeah. So she's born to do the taxis. You know, at home. <laughs> You might not like it, you know, because the same one may maybe some sometimes interfere, but uh, you're choleric? Yeah, I'm I don't know. I have you have everything. Ninety-one, eighty-nine. Uh, very nice, huh? Wow, strong layout. Okay. Well that's the medical. Huh? Uh-huh. Okay, okay, very right. Now, where does the melancholy live? In the past. Which means, how do you know? Which means, if you tell something to the melancholy, he won't, he won't forget. He will remember. He will remember. Hey, he might remember his whole life, or her whole life. So, if you have to do with melancholy people, just be careful. <laughs> Don't unnecessarily hurt them, okay? Do not. You sang when you can do that. But not with melancholies? Not. Yeah, the sanguine does that. Uh, now the the melancholy has to learn a lot of things. Now, by the way, I have to say this: the melancholy, because of his quality or her quality to go to the detail, he he or she can be genius. Rembrandt. What do we have uh, in Sweden? No, no artists. <laughs> Just one. Huh? <laughs> Saab is not anymore, right? Okay. Okay. Uh, so this melancholy work is. Th there are there are countries that are melancholy countries. Switzerland. Switzerland. Maybe Poland. I, I don't know the Polish people that much. But I know Switzerland is melancholy. You know, how can you know? The way the schools are, are melancholy. We have Swiss chocolate. Uh -huh. She says, but you're sanguine. Yeah. I'm melancholy too. I do music. Sometimes. I have both. But not perfectly. Also choleric. <laughs> Phlegmatic developed as well, you know. Okay, uh, where was I? Uh, Swiss chocolate. <laughs> How can you forget this? Only a sanguine can forget it. No, Swiss chocolate. Uh, watches. You know the quality. You know, uh, melancholies produce quality. So you need. We need melancholy temperament. We need badly because we want to do quality work. As as missionaries, we want to do quality. So we need melancholy temperament developed in us okay quality we need quality so they are responsible for quality in church 
Yeah, 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 yeah. So he's clocks and cuckoo clocks. And, 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 and. Yeah, okay. But this temperament here is a critical temperament because he knows, she knows the details. She knows he made a mistake. Wrong tone. You know? <laughs> and then she, by knowing other people make mistakes, they tend to put them down. You know? If you know the mistakes of other people are easy, it's easy to make them, put them down. And then it's dangerous what they talk. You know? Because thinking, it starts with thinking, and then you can talk bad about other things. This is a. Uh, Although the melancholy does not like to talk, why does he, he like to talk? Yeah, he likes to think, but there's a reason for that. And this is now a little complicated. Do you know the four ears? Anybody knows the four ears? The four ears we have, you know, the, the relationship ear and the Peel ear and uh, information, information ear, ear and the <laughs> she developed a lot of melancholy uh, <laughs> qualities around me. Okay, <clears throat> now let's go either to the needs. Very intelligent people, physician, nurse, musicians, decorator, designer, authors, poet. But the need now, this is important for us, to overcome critical spirit. This is not easy. If you know all the weakness. Like Jesus knows all our weakness and he's not critical. Isn't that great? He manages it. He loves us. Even though he could really talk about a lot of things, we, you know, our weaknesses. So critical spirit is a real problem. Uh, then, melancholics tend to think about themselves. They're always within themselves. They cannot get out. You know, like practicing worship, worship, worship. practicing worship, like talking about him is a good exercise. For a melancholy. Talking about him, not always me, not everything in relationship to me, but away from me, forget about myself. Very difficult for melancholies to forget their own, come out of themselves. Very difficult. Very difficult. Then become occupied in loving service. Loving means the interest of other people and service doing any service and develop a thanksgiving spirit if the thanksgiving spirit is developed they won't get depressive you know if you find a depressive person this is it there you go this characteristic here see here can destroy himself he can destroy himself the other temperaments don't. But this temperament can destroy themselves. With bad thinking about themselves. They can do that. You can destroy yourself. 
This is, uh, huh? Melancholies are usually quiet. When you are quiet, you listen. And then you hear. And as soon as somebody say, says your name, you know? And, and with a critical spirit, you hear bad things, even though it might not be bad. And you know from the four ears, of those who know the communication about the four ears, you know every sentence, every sentence said can be understood in four different ways. Four different ways good and four different ways bad. So, eight different ways. So, it depends on how the listener acts to what the listener hears. So you have eight different possibilities to understand something. Now you can imagine in a church somebody says something, eight people hear different things. Different things. Depends on how they listen. Which, which, with which ear they listen and if they want to listen good or if they want to listen bad. It's very complicated. You know? So and this, this, peop- this person here, this personality has to really work it out. And we have in the Bible, we have people that worked it out. It is possible. If you have a mature melancholy, God loves every temperament. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, Moses, you know, he showed Moses his back. Very true friend. If you marry a melancholy, the chance to get divorce, to get a divorce is low. And melancholy is a true friend and he goes through every storm with you. If you have a sanguine husband, sanguines like to go from, from flower to flower. Usually married with a melancholy wife hopefully that has the qualities to tie him <laughs> down yeah, yeah 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 just watch it phlegmatic now the phlegmatic we need the phlegmatic to tie all the four temperaments together. Because the phlegmatic says, I don't mind to the choleric, to all the temperaments, I don't mind. And all of the other temperaments like to hear that. That's why the phlegmatic is a good binding glue. Binding is very, very important for us. Now who in the Bible was uh, uh, phlegmatic? Abraham. Abraham. We will talk about that t- tomorrow, I guess, or, or after tomorrow. Tomorrow. So you see, they like to sit down. If you have a phlegmatic father, you won't go to ski. 
<laughs> Too much effort. Get all the things together for the children and too much. Lay down in the warmth house. Why did we pay rent? You know, we pay rent for using the house, even on Sunday. You know, so lazy, hmm? lazy. They have even always good reasons for their la- for their laziness. You don't recognize the laziness. <laughs> Maybe they get. You can see the laziness, but they don't. They can cover it. Usually, stingy. They can be stingy. They're selfish. Every temperament can be selfish. Okay. They're good listeners. Yeah. Yeah. Talk. Okay. Go on. Gives only advice if he are if if he is asked to give. But works well under pressure. Unmotivated, slow, and lazy. So he, he needs a certain pressure. If you have people in the church, give him chops. Give them chops. Then they, you know. And then pressure them to do them. Yeah, and, and <laughs> control. <laughs> choleric. They need cholerics. Control them. Now. You find phlegmatics in accountant, jobs, administrators, secretary, technicians, crafts, social workers, teachers. Why? Very patient. Patience. In education, you need either a choleric, go on, go on, go on, in sports, go on, go on, soccer games, soccer players, uh, soccer tra- uh, coaches. Or you need quiet teacher that can explain it a hundred times. You know. I met I met a phlegmatic. I would say pretty strong phlegmatic. I was surprised how strong. He said my emotional curve my emotional curve is like this. <laughs> <laughs> so you say, Sarah, you say if you meet a young man who is boring, then he might be a phlegmatic. You know? Now, this guy told me, my students, they know my temperament, and they try to give me a curve. <laughs> and they can't, they can't make it. They, they try it with you know, putting things on the chair and stuff to make him really <laughs> mad. For once mad, but they cannot make it. They cannot. Special traffic But just imagine, as adventurable this might look, marrying a phlegmatic. I don't mind, you know. Where shall we marry? I don't mind, you know. So. You know? And he told me, he said, you know, sometimes, his mother is melancholy, sometimes I want to have the feelings of my mother, even if it's go down, you know. I want to have feelings. You know? But can we, I mean, I think in the end, 
You change. Yeah, yeah. Depending on the environment. Exactly. The exactly. Depending on the environment and depending on the work you do. I think even the situation too. In and the situation as well. You know. Right. And the people you're around. And the people that influence you. You know. Like if you go to France, you will develop your sanguine qualities. If you go to Italy, you will develop your sanguine qualities. If you go to a Latin country, you will develop your sanguine qualities. You cannot help. You do. You will. If you go to Switzerland, you will develop your melancholy qualities. Because you have to you have to be punctual. The train leaves exactly on the minute. And the pilot tells you take off in 30 seconds. And he will take off in 30 seconds. And you better be in the plane. <laughs> by then you know you have to be it, t it will teach you it will teach you so going to Germany you are in a different culture you are in a choleric culture we are strong D who likes to watch soccer <laughs> sometimes world championships huh? if you see the Germans they might not be the better team but they win why they're cholerics they go, they want to win. They want to win. If we want to win, we will win. We will. This is the strong choleric side. Read Paul, you know? Read Paul. You get strong by reading Paul because he's a choleric. You get smart. Very smart. Also, Paul is very smart, you know? He always right. He's always right. But, Chon. John Revelation and John the chapter of John he's a melancholy when he starts in the verse, first verse there is he there's the melancholy right away he does not start on the surface he lives in the depth of truth in the depth of love and when he says a sentence, he turned the sentence around 10 times, 20 times. And when he comes, it is a very, very deep sentence. So when you study John, this is deep, very deep. Luke. Luke. What was Luke? A doctor. A doctor is always what? Melancholy. Yes, he has to have melancholy qualities. Now, what does Luke do? He goes to Mary, and he's the only one who asks Mary. He, he takes it serious. He, he goes to the detail, detail, and asks her, how was it with uh, Elizabeth at that time, you know? And he asks, how did this happen with the birth and stuff, you know? So he goes and interviews a lot of people and he writes things down. Okay, he was 90. Here he still remembered. When he was old, he puts things down uh, nobody else wrote. Very, very fascinating. Okay, now the greatest need, and this is something I have to mention. For the phlegmatic, overcome passivity. 
You want to do that? Do it. Me. I cannot. I have to lay down. You know? I have to rest. <laughs> he has to learn to give of self to others. Every, every temperament has problems with him. Now, now, this is what I wanted to tell you. Stop acting like a Christian and be one. You know? If you have phlegmatics in the church, you think they are very nice Christians. Why? They always make peace. They're responsible for the peace. They do not fight. They do not like fighting at all. So they, when they are active, they work for peace. And everybody who works for peace, you think, has connections. But they work for peace out of other reasons. Out of other reasons. You can work for peace. So it's a very big challenge for a phlegmatic to come to a genuine Christian life. Genuine. 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 Okay. Now, this is what we will start tomorrow with Peter. This media was brought to you by Audioverse, a website dedicated to spreading God's word through free sermon audio and much more. If you would like to know more about Audioverse, or if you would like to listen to more sermons, please visit www.audioverse.org.